with someone and he had me in like this arm bar where he's like, he has like a, uh, his arm underneath here and he's pushing against my arm to hyperextend it. And I'm like, this arm bar doesn't even hurt. Oh crap. And like, I go to tap, right? As I tap, I hear, I'm like, oh no. Welcome to the I Love You Man podcast, where we talk about reconnecting with old friends and being a good friend to those in need. I'm your host, Cable Cavazos, and I will be running the show solo today as my brother is out for work. The idea of this podcast came when I realized how easy it is to lose touch with people we care about. Life can get in the way. We get busy with work, family, and other commitments, and before we know it, months have gone by without us talking to our closest loved ones. But the truth is, friendship is really important, and it's worth taking the time to nurture them. Today, I have Roger Monroe on the podcast, and please give a warm welcome for him as we begin this episode. All right, Raj, thank you for being here again, man. I'm really glad to have you on this first 10 episodes because it's just been, honestly, it's been a great ride since I started the pod and started thinking about the ideas, and you were definitely always one of the persons I wanted to have on this podcast on a regular basis because I just love talking to you. I feel like our chats have always been great. I remember, Mm -hmm. think back to our freshman year of college. We'd sit in that little, I don't know what you want to call it, a little lobby room. And we'd mm-hmm. talk for like till five in the morning, just about the just, most random things. Just dumb things. Yeah. I we mean, both needed to go to sleep. We both had classes the next day, but we, both of us bonded on, we just didn't want to go to class. We didn't want to even go to sleep. And we, we, we had a good time procrastinating together mm-hmm. in those rooms and just chatting about anything. No, definitely. I, uh, thank you for having me. I, I've been really excited to hop on this podcast. I'm like... Damn, dude, I can't wait to just spill my heart out to Caleb. You know, the, all the definitely. Also, another funny one is uh, when we were in uh, uh, when I we were in uh, Bordeaux. We were in Bordeaux, and then we're like, we just got two big old bottles of wine. We're like, what's the point of life? Fuck, like, oh, can we curse in this? Yeah, you can, um, but it's not like you know over the top, you know. No, I mean, even if you go off the top, it's really, it's try to not cuss as much in like the first 10 minutes. And then after that, we're all good, but don't even worry about it. Don't even worry about it. I don't care at all. (laughs) Okay. We're going to be so low on the radar. It's not going to be a problem. I mean, you don't have to worry about the algorithm yet, you know? Yeah, exactly. At some point, that will pop off, but yeah. 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 And then Um, I was not getting on people, but now it's fine. mm -hmm, But no, I totally remember that day in Bordeaux because we were just sitting on the park bench, two big old beers, just drinking it back and forth and just... We were looking at some of your art on the iPad and we were just talking about, you know, the most existential shit. Yeah. It's always the fun things to talk about. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. We were looking at drawings and then we're like, dude, are humans even going to make it? Like, are you even supposed to? Like, what's the point? Yeah. Yep. 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 Yeah. Um, so what have you been up to lately, man? I haven't got to talk to you in a while and I definitely just want to know what's going on in your life right now. All right. So, uh, main thing is, uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu and uh, lifeguarding. Like I'm like I'm, at, I'm working at a YMCA. I'm doing uh, lifeguarding and swim instructing. And then like every morning at like, not every morning, but every morning I can at like 6 a.m. I'm doing Brazilian jiu-jitsu. And it's, uh, it's really fun because I'm the only dude with like painted toenails and long hair and earrings. Everyone else is like bald dude. He like looks like he's from Ukraine, you know, like just like <laughs> muscle dudes. Like they're, yeah, they're crazy. Uh, so that's a... Uh, that's the main stuff. And then uh, on the side, I, I've been doing like a little bit of drawing just every day, just thinking like, man, I should draw. And then just the day's gone. I'm like, oh, 
there was a day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but mainly jujitsu and I've been doing, a um, ASL, like, like YouTube lessons, like, yeah. Oh, so I've been, I've been teaching Jeremy a little bit of, uh, ASL, what I've been learning and then a little bit of, uh, Spanish on uh, Duolingo. I accidentally bought a year long subscription of Duolingo. I was like, yeah, dude, free trial. Like I'll totally remember to, to cancel that. And I'm like, Oh, guess I got a year's worth. I guess I'm gonna learn Spanish. So dude. Okay. Well add me on Duolingo because you can do little friend challenges and I you're, you're on Duolingo. On yeah, dude, I am. Uh, my username is, uh, no Nintendo. Uh, but no Nintendo. Like, yeah, but it's, uh, it's spelled like Nintendo. So you'll find me on there and we could definitely start. I'm going to start grinding it. Have you uh, heard of this app called italki by any chance? No. Super cool app. Nala uses it all the time. Uh, pretty much it's just this online um, app where you can do video calls with people mm -hmm. to learn Spanish. And all of them are like actual Spanish teachers or French okay. teachers. But these are people that are literally living in foreign countries that are doing it. So it's mm -hmm. for them to kind of make some money in America or with, with other people. So the rates are ridiculously cheap, like five bucks an hour Ooh, for a Spanish yeah. lesson, three bucks an hour for a Spanish lesson. So definitely a good way to actually mm -hmm. build up your uh, vocabulary because you're actually learning from a real Spanish teacher and it's not too expensive whatsoever. But yeah. Duolingo is just so fun because they make it into a game. Oh and yeah. Every day you just want to keep your streak going. Dude, yeah. Just... I'm, I'm number one in my, in my league right now. I'm like, dude, all you guys suck. Like you ain't nothing compared to me. Like I know uh, it, it's funny. I got to a point where it says like, I know a thousand words in Spanish but I know that most of it is like stuff I just skipped because I could like, I guessed really good in the, in the first, in the first, like, where are you? Like, you know, the assessment quiz. So like a, a good 500 of those thousand words, I don't remember, but you know, it's, it's still fun. Yeah. yeah. Right now uh, I'm trying, I'm trying to, instead of I talk, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get Jeremy to do it for me. And I just, I just keep forgetting to, uh, the, the only, the only thing we say in Spanish, we're like, uh, necesitas el baño? Like, that's it. That's that's all we do. And then we also do it in uh, in uh, in sign language, where you go, you need, and then T right here. You shake it like toilet. You, like, oh, okay, yeah, for sure. So, yeah. It, it's, it's like this. Three so your... it's 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 with the thumb in between your index and and middle. So that's T, and then you Got shake it. it to make it toilet. So it's like you shake it at, like at the wrist, kind of right there. Got yeah, it. So this is oh, toilet that's, that's or, really or good bathroom. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What was your uh, what what speak what sparked your interest? I should say in ASL. Um, uh, this is such a corny answer, but it was a uh, silent voice. The anime. I was like, dude, such that's a good so, anime. I was like, dang, she's so cool, <laughs> and like her family's cool. Like they're all speaking, uh, you know, a, uh, not ASL. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming it's JSL or whatever Japanese sign language is called. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like I'm just a, a full on weeb and I'm okay with that, you know? And then, but it turns out uh, my little sister Maddie, she's about to graduate. She's uh, she's like wanting to get into ASL and and uh, and like maybe at some point be like a translator. Like, or she just, I think she's in like, uh, you know, like developmental, like communication type degree. And so like Spanish and ASL, she's also interested in that. So it's uh it's cool how that's like we could potentially start practicing once we like learn enough to talk to each other. Yeah, so. that'd be really cool. Every time you guys link up, you guys force mm -hmm. yourself to just kind of speak in either Spanish or ASL. Mm -hmm. Either one of them would be good. Yeah. 
So, so how is your so, so Maddie's doing good? Is she's just about to graduate UCSB? Uh, yes, I think she's she's going to be graduating, and I think I'm going to uh, see her graduation because she's going to be in June, and like the family's coming from Idaho, and I'll come from here, and we'll all meet up and like hang out uh, June. And then after that, uh, Maddie is potentially doing the summer camp again. So she called Ooh. me about that, and I was like, ah, "I could do one more year of the summer camp." So I'll, I'll yes. probably be work, I'll probably be working the summer camp with her if everything you know goes goes through. So that'd be cool to she, just. She's already done the summer camp before. You already hooked her up with a job, or no? No, she got accepted, and then COVID hit, so that summer was canceled. Um, and then she mm-hmm. didn't do it this past one because she was studying abroad. So this will be the first year like she'd actually do it if. I mean, she hasn't got hired yet, but I'm pretty sure she, she'd get hired. You know, she's oh, good yeah, with kids. Um, so, yeah, it would be cool to, you know, have a, a summer with her because I haven't, like, lived in proximity with her since we lived together on Sueño. So, I'll, I'll be excited about that. Be chill. Wow. Yeah, that definitely seems like a good vibe. You and your sister just being able to do it one last time as you both <laughs> yeah. ready to exit our, UCSB forever. Our last, <laughs> our last hurrah. Every every time I go to that summer camp, I'm like, this is the last hurrah. This is my last time in Santa Barbara. And then I keep ending up back there. I'm like, what the heck? What's going on? Yeah. That's cool. Well, I hope you have a good summer then, dude. I'm definitely mm-hmm. going to try to visit you if you're going to be here because we definitely got to hang out. Definitely. We're going to be so close to each other. Mm-hmm. So are you just thinking about leaving poor Jim by himself in the room? Oh, yeah. No, he's he's excited. He He's like, he's like yeah, that, my room – because his room is like uh, – the studio, you know, he's got the claymation. So his is just like sometimes not a vibe because he's got to look at that thing, you know? It just takes yeah. up some space. So if, if my room's empty, he could just use that as like a reading room. It's chill, you know? So definitely, definitely. Yeah. You know, I think he'll he'll survive. He's got Cujo. Yeah, man. Your guys' cat's so cute. He's so big. I can't yeah. believe how big he's gotten <laughs> so long. Yeah. And also he just seems like just a chiller. He seems like he's always just down to be picked up and just down to be oh, laying yeah. down. He's definitely a chiller, but he like doesn't enjoy it. You know, he'll just like, you'll pick him up and he won't fight you. He'll just be like, like, why are you picking me up? I'm like, dude, like just chill for a second. He'll just sit there like looking at me. Like, it's like, you can tell he just doesn't like being pet. So you pet him and it's like, it's like you might as well just be petting a sock. You know, it's like nothing. And I look at him, I'm like, what's wrong with you? And oh, it's just, no. uh, he's, he, he vibes with us in like the very early morning where it's like, he's like waiting for us to wake up. Someone wakes up and he starts purring. He wants us to pet him. And then like, we'll leave for work. And if someone comes back after a couple of hours, like, Oh, someone's back. He's purring every other time, like 95% of the day just doesn't like us, you know? <laughs> and you know, that's a cat, you know? Yeah, that's a cat. You really got to take that risk when you get one. Yeah, <laughs> we, you know, like, you we got what we signed up risk. for. Yeah. yeah. You know, you can have a really cuddly cat and you mm-hmm. know he's going to be the best. He's always going to be giving you kisses. He's always going to be giving mm-hmm. you cuddles. Or you can just have a cat that doesn't want to do anything with you. Mm-hmm. Either way, you got to feed them every day, oh, yeah. take out their shit. So yeah. it doesn't matter how they act. They're going to get fed no matter what. It's just about how much yeah. they want to do for you. It's like in in that's that's all jeremy's job you know i don't do any of that so like me and kucho we just were like roommates in college that like aren't friends you know we just see each (laughs) other we just always look at each other and that's it it's just and it's like imagine if one of your roommates was just like we just grab you we just be like hey man you're like that's (laughs) me to that guy i just keep grabbing him he doesn't like me yeah so but it's chilly jeremy likes him so 
yeah, he'll, he'll, be sure all, he'll be all right during the summer. Yeah. Sweet. Mm-hmm. Sweet. So how's the weather been so far? I looked out the window. It looked really nice. Yeah. Tonight's, uh, today's a nice day. Uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty normal right now. It's like, I'd say like 50, you know, kind of windy, you know, you can't really be, it's not t-shirt weather, but it's like sweater weather. It's chill. Um, it's, it's weird just being in snow all the time where it's just like, you know, it's, it's, it's not, you get used to it. And then the only thing is that you just get frost on your, in your car every day. And it's like, if you're a kid, you know, you're having fun in the snow. If you're an adult, you're going to work. Oh, I'm running late. Got frost all over. Just got to scrape the car. It's just like, you know, just, just, it's just another thing to have to do to yeah. deal with. Yeah. And then I, I like, I've been trying to go on a barefoot walks or like with just with my sandals and stuff to like, you know, like be a hippie and feel the earth and stuff. And then my, I start my, I feel my toes go numb. I'm like, Oh no, I'm, I'm about to lose them. And I just start going on a run instead, just get some blood flow. And I start running back to the car and I, I feel my toes by the time I get back, I'm like, all right, I'm safe. So Dope. yeah, it's chill. I uh, actually just went on a, a walk where it was like one of the first hikes me and Jeremy went on where it's like, it's like alongside a little mini Creek and there's like a road and it was like super fall weather when we first showed up, just green and orange and red. It was beautiful. Right. And then I showed up this time it snows and then it just doesn't melt. The sun starts to melt the top of the snow. So it turns to water and then it freezes and it's ice. So it's just like, it's like a ice level in Mario where you start walking and you try to turn and you just don't turn. You just keep going this way. You're like, oh, okay. <laughs> I'll see. So I was doing that in my, in my little sandals. So that was, that was fun. So yeah. No. Yeah. So for a lot of the people that don't know, Roger's the type of person, he just loves to just go out and just go for a walk. You know, mm-hmm. maybe it's going to be an hour walk. Mm-hmm. Could be seven hours. You don't know with him. It's mm-hmm. really just on what's the vibe for the day. But uh, how is your, how is your daily walks been going over there in Colorado? Have you been able to get out there and get them as, as like you like? Yeah. I, uh, they, they definitely haven't been super long uh, walks because it's like, sometimes you get cold and you're like, I, I'm just going to go home, you know? Um, but I, I definitely, there's a lot of variety of the different types of walks you can get because there's like, uh, it's a five minute drive and there's a, a whole, like a whole hike where it's like, you can walk up and there's a hill where on the right side it's mountains and on the left side, it's the city. And it's just like, you know, boring flatland, you know, but on the right side, it's like beautiful mountains and stuff. So that's like, it's, it's a, it's a five minute drive from the house. So it's super close. I've been doing that at least twice a week, pretty chill. Um, yeah, I've been trying to, trying to work up my, uh, my barefoot (laughs) endurance. You know, I've been doing this thing. Uh, I don't know if you heard of like a, like a walking meditation where you take a breath and you measure your breaths with how, with how many steps you take per breath. Um, Mm, no, so, so it's like you inhale and you go, one, two, three, and you exhale one, two, three. So it's like, you're just going slowly. And it's like, you're just like, you're not like trudging. You're just easy. You're just chilling, you know? So I've been doing that. And then there's like a, you could do it with one, like inhale, one step, exhale, one step. So you're super slow. Right. And then I'm just doing this. I'm like vibing out. I'm like, ah, going crazy. And then there's like another lady with like her dogs that are walking past. I'm like, I gotta start working like a normal fool, or else she's gonna think I'm a weird, just like <laughs> slowly stalking towards her, stalking with no shoes on. Yeah, just, <laughs> just looking like a weirdo. Yeah, so it's definitely, it's definitely, uh, it's a, it's a fun practice. It's chill. I definitely feel like, uh, like all very hippie. Like I'm like I'm so connected to the earth. I feel every rock under my feet, and then 
and then I'll, I'll, uh, I'll put on some shoes. I'm like, I'm so disconnected. I <laughs> I'm walking on clouds. I'm not even grounded. Yeah. I've been trying, I was trying to get Jeremy to, to try a barefoot hike. He just, he's not going to have it, you know? It's really funny. I mean, there's, there's some people that just would never go down that route whatsoever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Never take their shoes off in public or anything like mm-hmm. that. But I mean, I definitely I can see where the benefits come from. You know what I mean? Definitely just making you feel a little bit more grounded with everything because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you're physically feeling it. Yeah, my friend Wyatt's been doing that a lot. Oh, yeah. Um, he's working on the horse ranch now in the Central Valley. So he'll just wake up in the mornings, no shoes, go do his things, go feed his chickens and all oh that. Yeah. And he's really big into the – he calls it earthing or whatever. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. Just, yeah, I think that's what the general name is, Earthing, mm-hmm. which is a yeah. pretty funny name for it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he's a huge advocate for that. In the last podcast, we were definitely talking about that as well. No, oh, yeah, yeah, it's definitely it's definitely good. Uh, I and also like there's such it's such a rabbit hole you can go into where it's like they're like though the the shape of our modern shoes aren't the shape of real feet. You know, they squeeze your toes in. You gotta let them expand. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like I gotta I gotta make my feet healthy. You know, like. So yeah, it's so it's what's a whole thing. Uh, what's going to be the thoughts on open toed shoes then? Not open toed, but you know what I'm talking about the foot shoes that are literally every single oh, toe gets its own little insert. Yeah, I mean, you- I I wouldn't do it, you know, because uh, you can just have a, a normal type of shoe that's just built like a clown's shoe, you know, to just let your your toes thing, and that's kind of what I have with one of my my like running shoes is they're just really wide, uh, but like. I wouldn't knock anyone for, for doing it. You know, it's just not for me, you know? Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, if you're just, if I'm walking around barefoot, like you already look like a hippie, you know? Like, so I'm not going to judge. But like, there's like, you're looking like a hippie. If you're wearing those, you're, you're almost looking like, and it's like, there's kind of like, cause they they cost Mm -hmm. more than a hundred bucks. Right. So you have to have money to have them. So it's kind of taking it to the extreme. You're kind of like a rich hippie in in that way. Yeah. It's like, it's like every hobby you get into you know you can just drop a couple hundred easy you know anything you know drawing you don't need to drop money for drawing but you can if you're trying to get into like painting or if you're trying to get into digital art just hundreds of dollars right there and it's like if your thing is like i just drop hundreds of dollars on wacky looking shoes you know (laughs) like that's your thing bro everyone's got their hobbies yeah. 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 No, you're totally right about that. Yeah. Because I was, I just was getting my hair cut and the guy was trying to like flex on me. He's like, do you know how much these uh, scissors cost? And oh I'm like, God. I don't know, maybe 200 bucks. He goes, I'm going to, uh, let me tell you, these are the best scissors you can buy for haircuts. And I'm like, okay, oh 300 bucks. And he's like, no, 1200. <laughs> and I'm like, 1200 for a pair of scissors? He's like, lifetime warranty. They get, they, I can get them oh sharpened any, at any point or anything like this. And I was just like, that made me realize, I was like, wow, they'll find a way to make money off of every single thing we do. Like mm-hmm. if you want to be the baller and differentiate yourself from like all of the other people in the hobby, mm-hmm. you're like, yo, I'm the guy with all the best gear. I'm you know, you got the, you have the room to just ball out for no reason. Yeah. Because it's not going to be doing – it's such a minuscule oh, yeah. improvement. <laughs> yeah. Dude. All right. I, 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 it's like I'm right now I'm, I'm contemplating whether or not I want to talk trash on, on Miguel right now because we're just having this conversation where 
Jeremy and I were calling him and he's talking about like, you know, it's like really nice guitar he wants to get. And I'm trying to tell him like, it's such a minuscule like return. Like it's like, it's not as important as the skills. It's like, Roger, you don't play instruments. Like <laughs> you're dumb. Like you don't understand anything. I'm like, all right, go ball out, you know, you know, have yeah. fun. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. I think, that would be like the equivalent of you buying like a thousand dollar pair of paintbrushes. You know, it's like they yeah. probably work really well. Yeah. But it's like, but I don't, you know, <laughs> so it's like, I'm still like a beginner. I mean, that's kind of like, uh, when I, when I, I got, uh, I got a MacBook cause my, my computer, my laptop just wasn't running the, the animation software I wanted to do. And I was like, Oh, I need a new computer. It's like, I could have got one for half the cost and it still would have just ran it. You know, the extra power that I'm getting, it's not making my animation or my drawings any better. It's just like, it just can run the software. And then after I started working, I was like, dang, my drawings are still, <laughs> they're still mid. <laughs> so, you know, I understand you, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta ball out to, to know, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You gotta ball out to know that next time you buy something, you don't need to yeah. spend as much money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Learning so how's the animation going dude i definitely want to talk about that oh like, it's it's been ass it's been like i have not done a single thing since like i talked to you a month ago it's so bad it's every yeah, yeah every time i think about drawing there's a voice in my head that goes dude you can't even draw and i'm like oh i oh, forgot no. <laughs> i forgot i can't draw my bad it's been so bad and then like i'll i'll get up to draw i'll, I'll set up like not even the computer i'll just set up paper just to do little quick sketches just as a warm-up my warm-ups looking like ass i'm like oh my god like i'm offended at how bad these look i'm like the night's done i spent an hour warming up not a single good drawing i'm just gonna go to bed i'm just gonna i'm just gonna go and do a lingo and learn a couple spanish words like dude don't be too harsh on yourself i don't know there's something about february mm-hmm. and late january that i feel like i don't know you just don't want to do shit yeah. It was like, I think I started the podcast around the same time you were going to release the second episode. Mm-hmm. And I, like, I didn't do anything for like a whole month when it came to it. Mm-hmm. And I was just talking to Dio, same thing with his blog. Like he hasn't just done shit with the blog mm-hmm. in like the last month. So I think there's definitely something out there for yeah. that February slump. I wonder if it's like, uh, you know, the, the, the optimism you have for the new year. Like where it's like, like, I don't know if everyone does New Year's resolutions, but like you get a vibe where you're like, all right, you know, let's do something. And then, and then January and February are just the same stuff. You're like, oh, it's not different at all. And it's just, you know, it's cold. Usually you're just usually not doing as much outside stuff. I definitely feel that. Yeah. Um, I have, I have been thinking about like the story a lot, you know, like I have like, you know, I'm like, I'm like lifeguarding and I'm watching these, you know, these old ladies, you know, do their exercises and stuff. And I'm like, I have like a bunch of stories planned out. And then this drawing just, it just, it takes effort, you know? Yeah. I mean, dude, you're not only, you're writing the entire script for it, mm-hmm. you know, and then you're shot listing it out mm-hmm. and then you're drawing everything. You're finding the voice actors, you're mm-hmm. recording them. And editing it all together. It's like, yeah, it's a huge project for you to just to be doing by yourself. So it makes sense why the progress is slow. Yeah. But- it, yeah, it definitely is. Uh, it's like, it's, it's doable, but it, it was like that, that first episode, I worked so hard on it that when I was done, I was like, dang, I worked so hard, spent so many hours. It's the hardest I've ever worked on something art related. And now I just got to do it again. 
just as many steps, you know? And then it's the same thing I had when like I made a really good, uh, or like my best watercolor, uh, where it was the, the girl like lighting a cigarette and it was like by far my most, like the one that I liked the most. And I just never made one like that since. Cause I'm like, I cannot have this fear of like putting in that much effort and then it not turning out as good. And it's like, Oh, that would just, that'd be so tough on me. You know, I don't know if I could take that kind of L right now. Yeah, dude, you shouldn't be feeling like that because you know, think about this. You're such a better artist now than you were two years ago, three years ago. And you had such a consistent schedule then. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm, you're doing 10 times better work than you were back then. So I think you're just being a little bit more too hard on yourself and you're starting to be like impressed by your own work. Mm-hmm. And then it's being like, Oh shit, do I have to do that every time? Do I have yeah. to like, do I have to be that good every time? You know? And that, that, I think that definitely gets to people. No, yeah, Cause it yeah. definitely gets to me. Mm-hmm. I have it. Yeah. I definitely have a fear of like, uh, an episode and then the next one, it's kind of like, you know, when the, when the artist, you know, comes out with a, or with a musician comes out the album and then no one likes the second album or something. Like I, like I vision like, boom, that second one's going to be trash, but it's like, it's, it's like the, the quicker you do it, then it's like just like the less like emotional investment you have in it, you know? Cause now that it's like the second episode, I've been stewing on it for two months, you know, it's just like, it's so much anticipation, but if I can yeah. just knock it out without the anticipation and everything, then, you know, just chilling. Yeah. No. Yeah. I totally agree with that. I mean, I feel like if you just get on that consistent basis of just posting and just being like, mm-hmm. okay, Hey, this is what I did. It's finished. So it's getting posted mm-hmm. whether you like it or not. I think that's just going to get you in a routine of just being able to knock them out a lot quicker because it's really hard to get into a routine where you just accept it. Like, okay. I know all the steps that it's going to take. I guess I'm doing it again and then just doing it Mm -hmm. over and over again. Mm -hmm. Because that's probably been, that's the thing that holds me the back the most from working on shit is that I'm like, I just, I know how long it's going to take to edit Mm -hmm. that or I know how long it's going to take to write that because I've done it in the past and I don't want to like commit to that much time. But really, you don't really need to commit to that much time. Is you just commit the hour Mm -hmm. to getting closer to the end result, you'll be happier. Mm-hmm. but yeah. you just don't realize that at the moment. Like you don't realize, Oh, if I start now in two hours, I'm going to be satisfied with what I did. You're just like, Oh, I just don't want to start. Mm-hmm. That's my biggest. I mean, pride procrastination has been something we've both struggled with. I feel like, so I think we oh, both yeah. understand that vibe. Yeah. And it's also, it's like the, and the more you get into it, the quicker your process is because it's like, there is so much uh, redundancy in like my like shading, like the, the filling in the characters and everything. Like I know I can do it quicker without yeah. making it 10 layers. I know I can do it in like five layers, you know? So it's like you, you can make it quicker and it doesn't have to be a whole event. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like, for example, for editing the podcast, especially it's like, I know once I do 10 episodes, I'm going to know exactly how to do it quick. Mm-hmm. just takes me it's gonna take all 10 episodes for me to you know mess up mm-hmm. have to restart the whole thing over and i'm just like i do not want to do this all over again but i know once i get to my 10th episode i'll probably know all the tricks to make it go super fast super streamlined so i think that probably the same thing for the animation like mm-hmm. once you get to 10 i'm sure you'll be able to knock them out so much quicker oh, just yeah. because of the process you're just you're streamlining the process mm-hmm. yeah and definitely and like and to be able to be less precious with it and 
and be like, all right, it's, it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be perfect, you know? Yeah. So it's like maybe future episodes of the animation, like won't have, you know, shadows, you know, we'll see, you know, maybe that's like, it's not worth the time. Maybe it's more time to just like pump it out, you know, just. Yeah. That's a good point. I mean, cause a lot of the episodes I feel like come from the story that you're trying to convey. Mm-hmm. So I, it's really, I feel like a lot of the audio is always more important than the visual. Like people like hearing mm-hmm. what's going on versus seeing it. If you mm-hmm. took away some of the shadows, yeah. that's going to still, they'll still like it. Yeah. And also like, uh, the reason I started to be interested in storyboarding was because people would like have really crappy drawings, like just squiggles, just like the most basic silhouettes and they would chain them together and it would look really cool. And I'm like, dude, like you don't even need to draw that well. Like that's the whole thing. And then I get into it and I'm like, and I try to make every drawing, you know, look look good. And then it's just like, that's not even, you know, the reason. Yeah. Yeah. So, right. So some of those storyboard artists, they're great artists, but they're choosing to do a mm -hmm. crappier job because it looks better. And I mean, they got, they're on a time constraint. Yeah. They realize that, Hey, I got a lot more drawings to do. I should have just focused. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So, do you I, do you feel like you grab some frames and you're like, okay, I'm gonna go really hard on this frame just because like I want this to be a like an important mm-hmm. thing, or do you feel like you try to take equal amount of time on each frame? I think I was trying to do an equal thing on each frame because it's like I I was trying to learn how to be like make the character look like the same character in different shots and like have different emotions and stuff. So it's like I don't regret the amount of detail I put in each one. Uh, it's just I don't know if it's, you know, viable for as fast as I'm trying to make them. Like I want to make them way faster, you know? So, but, but yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, I really have like the first one that you put out was just really funny and just like super, it seemed like it was just really good, really well put together. And I think anything you're going to come out with is going to be good in my opinion. Just because, Thank you know, you. I love you as an it. artist and I, mm-hmm. I love the, the vision that you have. So just don't be too hard on yourself mm-hmm. because, you know, we're all here to support you and we're all going to like your stuff for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And it, yeah, this is like the last thing I'll say about it, but it's like the next episode is so dumb. It's a, it's a cat. It's a demon cat beating up the, the main character, the angel. And it's like, I'm thinking like he's going to do a Dragon Ball Z, like Hamehameha to him. It's like why am I stressing about this? this is the most dumb, like <laughs> joke of a thing ever, you know, like you just need to chill out. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. dude. But uh, don't be too hard on yourself for not doing do. it either. You know, you'll get it in, you'll get it in time. Mm-hmm. So I would, I would love to talk about, you know, just your, your wellness and your mental health routine. Like how is jujitsu mm-hmm. and meditation, yoga, mm-hmm. art, how are those all like creating a synergy for you just to kind of like promote positivity in your life? Sure. Um, I'd say, Definitely the Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is really good because it's uh, it's helping me like get up in the morning because if you, if I like wake, if I wait to wake up right before work, it's just such bad vibes. You just get up and like, oh, I got to go to work. But like I'll wake up and be like, oh, I got to go to Jiu-Jitsu. And then like I show up and it's pretty chill because it's like the dude will show me some weird ass movies like all right you're on top of him and he does a weird 360 spin upside down he like locks up both legs he's like then you get to here and it just doesn't make any sense like my face is is literally like i'm jaw dropped i'm like what he could do that so that part's cool like it's definitely cool to like uh learn something and also have uh like exercise so like 
my body feels good. The only thing about it is like, I'm just like straining and spraining joints. Like, uh, no. yeah, I first, like first or second practice. I just like, I heard the loudest pop of my knees ever made. It was like, I was like, Oh, and so it's like, it's still, hurts if I like squeeze really tight, you know, it's not terrible, you know? Um, but it's, it is, it is what it is. And then the last practice I went last week, I was going live with someone and he had me in like this arm bar where he's like, he has like a, uh, his arm underneath here and he's pushing against my arm to hyperextend it. And I'm like, this arm bar doesn't even hurt. Oh crap. And like, I go to tap, right. As I tap, I hear, I'm like, Oh, oh. no. So then yeah, my arm kind of hurt. It's like not sprained. It was just, you know, just hyperextend a little bit. So it's not too bad, but, uh, you just gotta, yeah, you gotta be careful. You gotta, gotta have like no pride. Like, just like, you just gotta tap out even, even if like you can hold it longer. It's like, what's the point? So they can tear right. up your arm, you know? So that part is definitely good to wake up early and get exercise. Uh, meditation is, uh, definitely chill. I've been doing, I don't know if, have you heard of, uh, Zazen? No, no. So, so Zazen is like the term in like Zen Buddhism where it's like you're not trying to do anything with your mind. Like you're not trying to put your mind in a state. You're not trying to control your breathing in certain rhythms or anything. It's like literally you sit down and you just focus on like sitting down with good posture and that's it. Like Eddie and you just stare at a wall and there's like any thoughts that come in. You just like kind of let them go, but you're not like it's like it's, it's like supposed to be the most chill thing ever. It's like the epitome of chill where you're not, I mean, I'm not going to explain it well, you know, I'm not, uh, I'm not a, a Zen master or anyone that's like actually been doing that for a long time. So but. it's, it's just about being able to sit down and that, and just be chill. Yeah. It's like, uh, there was a quote that I, I read about in like a little mini book or is a, a saying like you, it's, it's trying to be satisfied with your unsatisfactoriness. Like you feel oh. like you feel this, like, Oh, something's not right. You know? And it's like, you sit down and you just be like, this is okay. You know, I accept, I accept that, uh, something feels off or it's like you, sometimes you ask yourself if you're just sitting down and doing nothing, you're like, is this it? And it's like, yes, this is it. You know, if you're, if you can be okay with that, you know, then it's like, you can be okay with anything and stuff. So it's like, I've been trying to do Zazen, which is chill. And then I forgot, I forgot what the other term, the other name that the, in the book said was called. It's a different type of Zen, like Shu Zen or Shi Zen. My, my apologies to people that know. Um, that version is more like, you know, you breathe in for a certain amount of time, you breathe out for a certain amount of time. Like there's like, that's like a technique. It's like a practice uh, okay. where you like put your mind in a state. And that's kind of what I was doing for like a couple years where it's like, it's like breathe in, you know, four seconds, hold your breath for seven, breathe out for eight. And I'll just be like chilling after, after a couple, I'm like, I'm just lightheaded. I'm like, Oh yeah. And then, uh, but with uh, Zazen, I just put on some like incense and I just kind of watched the incense burn down for like 30 minutes. So, and then every, every like couple minutes, the little chunk that got burned, little piece of ash, like it falls. I'm like, fell. <laughs> it's like my little treat. I'm like, oh, that, that was cool. I, and sometimes you miss, you're like, oh, I wasn't paying attention. I wasn't in the moment. I wasn't present. Got to wow. pay attention. Yeah. So, yeah. Cause I feel like with a lot of meditation, when I've done, it's like you have these steps that you try to, you know, employ so that you could reach a point of either, you know, not thinking of anything. That's how I think of it. It's mm-hmm. just kind of reach a point of clearness, but still you're thinking, okay, 
what am I going to do? I'm sitting down. Now mm-hmm. I'm going to scan my body. Now mm-hmm. I'm going to breathe in and just feel that breath. Now I'm going to breathe mm-hmm. out, feel that. So it's definitely giving your mind something to focus on mm-hmm. so that, you know, yeah. and then eventually you kind of let it go of all that and you're like, oh, this is nice. This is nothing. Mm-hmm. But with the Zazen, it makes sense because it's like you're constantly throughout life just in this state of mm-hmm. either if you're, if you're super anxious and yeah, you're in a state of anxiety, but you're just always in your own state. So just be able to sit down and just kind of deal with it and just be like, this is it. This is life. <laughs> It's definitely, it feels almost more, uh, I don't know, not, I wouldn't say nihilistic as in like, there's nothing you could do to make yourself feel better, but it's like, mm-hmm. it definitely feels very like stoic where it's just like, this is it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to deal with it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Which I think that's really cool. Yeah. I definitely, I also do like the, I do the thing where, you know, you do the conscious breath and you like slow your breathing down you get in that state. And then from there I'll go into like the Zazen of just like, thinking about nothing, just like just sitting. Cause if like just going straight from like, I just got back from work and I'm all like tight and everything to just sitting down, like that's too hardcore for me. Like I'm not, I'm not there yet, you know? So yeah, yeah it's definitely, it's definitely, uh, it's, it's, it's kind of hard. Uh, it's not like, I wouldn't say I'm good at it or anything. Um, and it's just, it's not like I'm like just completely, no thoughts or anything. It's still just like thoughts keep coming up and everything. And then, yeah. and then, but a saying that I say to myself that I learned from like a book was, uh, it's like every time I realize, Oh, I was like drifting off and thinking about a random ass thing. I say to myself, I'm like, Oh, welcome back. You know, I'm back here. I'm back in this moment. You know, I'm just like, yeah. I'm home. I'm chill. So yeah. Yeah. No, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's easier or it's, it's, it's it's easier to do that like say like oh welcome back and have it as a positive tone rather than like oh i was i was daydreaming i was fantasizing again you get angry at yourself kind of like the same way like i do it with like you know art or like one of your disciplines and stuff uh but instead of being like critical you're just like you celebrate the fact that you realized that you were drifting and then you're back here it's like welcome back so, yeah. Wow. That's, that's really powerful, dude. That's mm-hmm. really cool. So have you been doing a lot, have you been doing a lot more reading about this stuff, um, mm-hmm. to accompany it? Yeah. Just yeah. Like- so there's like a, there's a podcast that I've been listening to. If anyone's interested, it's called Zen studies podcast. It's like a, a very, it's kind of a very academic, uh, way of looking at Buddhism, especially for people that are like total beginners. There's like episodes that are focused on like the history of Buddhism about like Buddhist teaching or like teachings of the Buddha and then like personal stuff. Like there's like a bunch of different categories. So it's like, if you just want to learn about the history, boom, boom, there's a bunch of that stuff. So, uh, or if you just want to learn about how to meditate and stuff, there's a bunch of stuff like that. So I listen to that. And then there's this, uh, book, uh, by, uh, Thich Nhat Hanh. He's, uh, uh, he passed away a couple years ago, but he's a, a Buddhist monk that was like founded, like a bunch of monasteries, like things called Plum Village and stuff. And uh, he's, he's like, he wrote a bunch of books. He's pretty influential. Uh, and I have a book of his that's pretty short. And it's like a bunch of little bite-sized little pieces of, you know, wisdom from him. And I've just like, I'm on my third rereading of it. Because uh, each chapter is like one or two pages. So it's super just, you know, digestible. So you just read it. And then after two pages, you just feel chill. You're like, yeah. I, I can just breathe, you know, like they can't take that away from me. Like, unless I'm dead, like I can still breathe, you know? So yeah. I, uh, whenever I'm, uh, lifeguarding, 
they, I usually have either 15 to 30 minutes of a break uh, every once in a while. And I'll just pull up the book and just read a couple chapters. And I'll just be like, you know, there's a bunch of kids swimming around and I'm just like reading a book going, <sighs> just chilling. So that part, that part's chill. Yeah. That's a man. I bet you that's an incredibly effective method and a use of your 15 minute break at work. Oh, you know oh, what I mean? Yeah. Like being able to get into like a Zen state during that 15 would probably mm-hmm. make the shift go by so much quicker. Oh yeah. Just everything just flows so much better mm-hmm. because when you're at work, I feel like you're constantly looking at the clock. You're constantly mm-hmm. just like getting tensed up about not wanting to be there. So having that real authentic break to be like, okay, this time's for me. Like they, you know, even though I'm here, this is mm-hmm. still my time. I can take oh, yeah. these breaths or I can read this. Mm-hmm. I think I used to do that a bit when I worked at the club and guest house. Um, no, sorry. When I worked at beachside, cause I would just go and take a chair to the beach and then just hear the ocean crash and mm-hmm. just kind of do a little meditation. And definitely, definitely rejuvenates you for when you're going back to the shift. Cause you're just mm-hmm. like, okay, I can do this. I can get back. Oh, definitely. Just yeah. more positive. And there's like when, uh, when I was like, when I would be reading the book, it's like, my perception of like my vision changes where it's like my, the book seems so clear and my hand is like so real. I'm like, Oh my gosh, I'm so here right now. And then like, it's like uh, everything else is like blurry where it's like, you know, it's, it's, and then like, I'll, but I'll like look at the lifeguard. I'm like, dude, like this guy doesn't even know I'm perceiving him right now. Like, I'm just like, so like staring at everyone It's I hope. Yeah. And they don't, they don't notice me staring at them. So it's just, yeah. That's good. That's dope. Mm-hmm. Oh man, that's really cool, Raj. I'm glad you're able to like really like dive deep into these things and it's actually providing you, you know, some peace in some mm-hmm. way and just some yeah. methods about dealing with things, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Have you been uh, staying on top of your yoga game? Uh, not this past week, but before that, I think I was doing all right. If you asked me a week ago, I'd be like, yeah, but this past week was whatever. I was, I got sick for like the past two days. So I'll count that as a, <laughs> as an excuse. Um, or actually it was, it was mainly cause, uh, when I, I got my elbow popped like, like four days ago, I was like, I can't do downward dog. So what's the point, you know, <laughs> even though there's so many other <laughs> poses that you don't have to put any, any pressure on your elbow. Um, but yeah, the, the yoga I've been, you know, all right. I'm not too strict on my yoga. Like I think, uh, if I go, especially cause like I'm doing jujitsu, like I'm getting exercise. And if I go on a walk that kind of like chills out as well. So it's like, as long as I either do uh jujitsu, a walk or yoga within like the past day or so, like I feel like I'm pretty chill. You know, I also do a lot. I do like little mini yoga poses everywhere I go. Like I'll just be uh, at the, at the pool and I'll just be like, like doing here, doing a forward bend, doing a big salute the sun type stuff. So, uh, I, I don't, I won't, I won't do a, like a full session all the time, but I do a little bit, you know? Okay. For sure. How about yourself? Uh, my yoga has definitely been lacking. <laughs> I feel like I'm down to like doing it like once a week, oh, but I mean, it's not, it's, it's not terrible. Yeah. yeah. It's better than nothing. But like my mom was telling me yesterday that like her arthritis is getting really bad and all mm. this stuff. And she was just telling me how like it's, it's super hereditary and that like I should <laughs> yeah. be looking out for that. And I'm just like, I need to get back on my yoga because I don't mm-hmm. want to be dealing with that. You know what I mean? So yeah. I think I'm going to, I'm going to definitely try to do it maybe twice a week um, if mm-hmm. I can, because I kind of have like a strict workout schedule. 
I'm following this. I don't know if you know this guy. I told you about him last time, Andrew Huberman. Yeah, um, yeah. I listened to the the episode about the sleep stuff. I've been, yeah, that was a really good episode. Yeah. Dope, dope. I'm glad you actually uh, checked that out. So yeah, he has this whole, it's called his fitness protocol. Mm-hmm. It's just like pretty much just how to stay fit and just like what mm-hmm. to do. So it's kind of like running three days a week is what I'm doing. And then um, the other three days I'm hitting the gym with some workouts, leg day, upper body day, and then arm day. And then on Tuesdays, usually I have my rest, but I want to add, I want to make the rest just yoga. Mm-hmm. I think if, if I could just make that. And then also I want to start skateboarding a lot more because mm-hmm. I haven't, I haven't skated in a while. And then I was like, well, what if I substitute one of the runs for like skateboarding? Oh yeah. And I did that last week. Ended up meeting this guy named Pat at the skate park. He was like a 40 year old dude. He wasn't even in the skate park. He was on the side, like shredding these curbs. So like wow. awesomely. So like I'm just looking at him from the skate park, like what's he doing over there? Eventually, I would just get a little bit closer, and then I'm like, "Man, you're shredding those curbs." He's like, "Well, come over here, I'll teach you something." I'm like, all right, and then I just go over. He ended up teaching me frontside slappy grinds, which was super fun. Oh, nice! And so yeah, I think I'm gonna try to start doing a lot more slappy skateboarding. Mm-hmm. Um, just because what happens is I'll go and I'll skate, and then I'll fucking just eat and just like my arm yeah. hurts so much and then i'm trying to do yoga or yeah. i'm hitting the gym and i'm just like bro i'm beaten and i'm like and every time it just turns to like to me just talking to myself like caleb you're 24 years old and you're you know it's like well, how much longer are you going to be doing this oh and i'm just like oh man because i hit this i hit this elbow every single time doesn't matter it's almost like my natural instinct is just to be like okay one piece of the body has to eat shit hey let's sacrifice his elbow and it just yeah. goes for it yeah so uh, and the slappy skateboarding is way more low in, uh, like mm-hmm. way less impact so i'm gonna try doing it a lot more no definitely uh, so I'm, I'm excited for that how about you are you and rod have you and jeremy uh been staying pretty consistent on the skateboarding or uh, Jer- jeremy's been doing it i have not touched it since uh i started doing brazilian jiu-jitsu because it's like i can't be doing two things that are gonna break my joints you know because it's like you you if you get hurt in one of them you can't do either of them and so right. i'm just doubling my chances like i just I'm like i can't you know so um i if i if i were to do hop back on on the board i'd be just doing like cruising you know just which is yeah. like it's still a vibe just because there's there's like a uh there's a couple like colleges around here that are like you know i haven't explored at all which would be such a vibe to just find little spots and stuff oh yeah um totally. but but no i haven't haven't been doing that jeremy has been doing it we we recorded like three and a half clips this past weekend we did like we went to like this uh the downtown area there's like a I'm sure he showed you clips before where it's like in the park, there's just these random ass banks that have like the, the name of the park. It's like the concrete just, psh. so he just do like little, psh, uh, you know, rock and roll type stuff or a board slide. Uh, did he send you any, anything? He sent me this really cool clip where like he rides up onto the bank and then he turns out into a board slide mm-hmm. and he board slides it down. Yeah. Which was really sick. So yeah, we were doing that, uh, the other week. Um, and then, yeah, I think the only day that we both have off would be like Sundays, and that's not even every Sunday. It's like three Sundays a month. So it's like that's our only chance for us to both be free to to do some. So we'll see. I'm excited. Don't, he he don't. wants me to, he wants me to be do something for the clip, but I'm like, dude, I just 
he's probably trying in his head he probably has a little edit that he wants to put together and mm -hmm. he probably wants to splice some some shots of you in there too Mm -hmm. yeah uh yeah i just i the last time i hopped on the board i would just like i got on and i'm just like this does not feel natural anymore. Like I just feel old already. Like it was just like two months and I just, I'm already just the rust builds so quick. Totally does. Totally does. Mm-hmm. If you're not consistently doing it, like mm-hmm. you feel like you have to restart every time you, and then you're just like, oh, man, I got to restart. Well, I don't really want to do that today. Cause I want to have fun. I don't want to like be mad. Mm-hmm. And you really just got to, with that, you really just got to not be hard on yourself because yeah. you're out there trying to have fun. So if you're <laughs> leaving a session just thinking like, I'm a fucking failure, it's like you definitely you definitely have mm-hmm. the wrong mindset. Yeah. You know? uh, I, I just like, I, I think I just realized just skating is just not really one of my priorities, you know, yeah. if I, and like, I'm, I'm okay with that, you know, like if I had a choice between uh, becoming fluent in Spanish or being a badass in skating, you know, I'd probably just pick Spanish, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. That's fair, dude. That's mm-hmm. fair. I mean, you're probably going to be the one that, you know, has all your limbs attached, you know? Well, we'll see with the, with the jujitsu, you know? <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. So are you, is it really, you're really that prone to injury, even just in the practice? Oh, Or is uh, it that you feel like your body's just not ready for it yet? Well, it's like it, things, things can happen like on accident where it's like, you know, someone like could just fall on you a certain way or something like the, so the two, my, my knee got hurt because I just didn't know what I was doing. And I was trying to hold up a dude's weight. Who's like, he's bigger than me. He's probably like 180, 190. I was trying okay. to hold up his weight using like the outside force of my knee, just like just the wrong way. Like you're, you're that part of your knee just doesn't hold up the weight, you know? So I was just bending it the wrong way and I didn't know and just popped. The, so that's just a weird accident. The other way is like someone gets you in a submission where they're like in something where it's like if they keep applying pressure, they're going to break a joint, you know? And if you just don't tap fast enough, that joint could just straight up break, you know? So for me, it like I, I kind of strained it, my elbow, like or I just kind of hyperextended it, just a little, just tweaked it, you know? Um, but if, if he was going like full speed, going hell hard and I just decided not to tap – I would just rip a ligament, you know? So, so yeah, it's definitely, it's, uh, you can be safe if you just, you know, the, I think there's, there's a saying like, you know, uh, tap early and often or whatever. It's like, you just tap out as soon as you start to feel like, Oh, he's, he's got me, you know, there's no point in fighting it, you know? So, um, there is, there is one dude who, uh, he's like blue belt Brad and they're like, yo, we're, Where's Blue Belt Brad? Like, I haven't seen him the last week. And they're like, yeah, Brian popped his knee. Fuck, just did it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, so there was like, oh, yeah, stay away from Brian. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, stay away from Brian because it's just practice. You know, there's no mm-hmm. reason anyone needs to leave with a cast on or anything like that. Yeah. But uh, I wanted to ask, um, what's the age group? Like, what's the age range of those mm. the guys that are hitting it? Um, it's like me and this other guy – are are like you know 22 23 and then everyone else is in their mid 30s and like early 40s so it's just a bunch of dads it's pretty chill like like they're like they're like brian where have you been he's like you know my kids just kept getting sick i just like do i want to give everyone pink eye guess not so i just won't show up to practice so it's just like just old dudes and they're all bald it's really funny um, and are they all are they all like 
wearing you guys all show up to practice wearing like the uniform or no um yeah so on uh two days a week you wear the gi where it's like the full-on you know with the with with the you know the the top bottom with the belt wrapped around and stuff and then on uh monday wednesday friday you do no gi so it's just like you know wrestling shorts and like uh, a rash guard or some like tight fitting spandex thing so no gi is definitely easier because when you're wearing a gi and you have this like really thick cloth like around you someone will just grab your 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 sleeve and you just can't get them you're like dude let go and you just can't get them to break (laughs) it like i just don't know how to deal with that um they'll do this thing where they'll be like they'll he'll sit on his butt and i go to grab him he'll grab both of my sleeves and then put his feet on my chest and pop me up and i'm like hanging dangling in the air while he's grabbing my sleeves and just throw me while he's on his back so wow so those geese are like they're really thick Oh yeah. It's like, yeah, it's like, uh, multi-layered. It's like every part that you can grab onto, like the sleeve itself has like five layers of stitching around it. So it won't like come apart. And then your lapel where like it wraps around uh, both sides of your neck, you use that to choke people out. So someone will just grab both sides of your lapel and just go, and you're like, and you just like, it was happening where like someone grabbed both sides of my lapel and it's like, Oh crap. Like he's going to get me pretty soon. And then he, the second he went like this, I immediately felt like I no brain or no blood to my brain. Like within one second, like um, I started to tap before it even hurt. By the time my hand got to his arm, I was already like fucked. Like so, so the the that stuff is crazy. The the lapel stuff, yeah. So, so that's all completely legal. Oh um, yeah, stuff to do in jujitsu. Yeah, there's like okay. very few things that are illegal. Like there's there's certain things where it's like if you um, there's something called reaping where it's like, if you pin someone's, uh, ankle and then you push their knee inward. So it like stretches out your ACL, like that's illegal in certain like competitions. But in terms of like things that will choke you out and break your bones and break your ligaments, like most of that stuff is, is legal. Yeah. Has, uh, Jeremy been willing to uh be a test dummy for you to oh, yeah. any of your moves? oh yeah we we've actually been been rolling a little bit i haven't rolled this past uh you know now that he's got a job you know oh i just, need to talk to him about that yeah. what did you get hired as um he's uh like an uh um i don't know what the official term is but it's like he helps people like kind of like customer service where he helps people that are trying to figure out their um membership with the triathlon thing so oh, it's like okay so he was pretty much saying it was like a bunch of dumbass old people that just don't know how to type in their password. They're like, I can't, I can't access my membership. What's going on? And he's like, you know, have you, have, are your caps locks on? And he's like, oh, Jeremy, you're a godsend. You're really earning your money. So that's so, great. Yeah. That's great. It's, okay. uh, you'll, you'll definitely have to talk to him about it because he's already given me a couple like examples of of moments that are exactly like, I think you should leave just office scenes. Like his life is just like, just like, I think you should leave is just, it's just adult life. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So So many times when I'm in a creative slump and I'm like, what should I write about? I just think back to any story that Jeremy's ever told me. (laughs) And I'm like, there's some inspiration there for sure. I was thinking back to when he was telling me he went to his ex-girlfriend the first time. And he mm-hmm. smoked with her mom. Oh my god! And they were just smoking out of like the dirtiest bong he's ever hit. Mm. And I was just like, "How does Jeremy like? How does his life just? 
happened to be like this. Like, yeah. it really is just a comedy movie for sure. Mm-hmm. And I, I love how like uh, he he's very aware of everything that's wrong around him and he can like put it into a story that's just like just for our benefit it's amazing he's really good yeah oh man i can't i can't wait to talk to him about that that'd be great Mm -hmm. uh so that's really cool that you guys are able to like spar with each other you're Mm -hmm. able to kind of teach him some self-defense this is so funny he he keeps uh i would show him like some type of uh move where it's like you know an arm bar or something and he'll do it and it's just like it's just not he's not giving it enough pressure so he's like tap I'm like, nah, it doesn't hurt. And he's like, I'm going to break your shit, bro. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, no, you're not. He's like, dude, Roger, I'm literally about to break it. I'm like, you're not. You're fine. He's like, I can't. I can't put any more pressure. And then like, he'll come up behind me and he'll like uh, grab uh, my lapels. And instead of crossing them so it chokes out my neck, he'll just pull them straight down. And he'll whisper in my ear, tap, tap, bro. <laughs> Oh, you're probably making him work for it, man. Oh, yeah. I feel bad for him, dude. No, definitely, yeah. <laughs> like, he's just, you know, chilling, about to, like, you know, read a book or do some work or something. And I'm like, Jeremy, let's roll. And then he's, he's all sweaty. He just has to, like, you know, re-shower, you know. Yeah, it's great. It's a good time. Oh, man, I love that. I would love mm-hmm. to see that. Mm-hmm. Ah, man. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Well, dude, I, it's been a pleasure talking to you, Roger. Mm-hmm. I really hope that I can get you on the pod again to see you again. No, definitely. Um, I just want to say, dude, I love you, man. You're Mm -hmm. one of my best friends, and I'm really glad to be able to have you as a friend and just being able to call you and talk to you because some of the advice you give to me and some of the spiritual like enlightenment that you have actually come up with has definitely really helped me in my life. So just thank Mm -hmm. you so much for that and always being here for me, man. Dude, I love you too, man. Uh, I mean, I'm really grateful that, you know, I got to know you uh, and like that deal ran into you randomly, like, since the first day I saw you, I'm like, I don't know about this guy. I mean, he, he, he seems like he's good vibes, though. You know, he doesn't it doesn't seem bad vibes. So, so no, uh, definitely, definitely grateful to have uh, you, Seth, uh, as my as one of my closest friends. So, yeah, thank you for having me. This is a, course, definitely man. always a good time talking to you with you. Peace sure. out. See you.